When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dan Track. Welcome to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds. The first bet Sunday through Friday. grnz.co.nz. And a big welcome after a massive week to another edition of Kiwi Chasing New Zealand Cup Week. I'll tell you what, it's been a week to celebrate in many respects. Damien Watson in the studios in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm joined as always by veteran Greyhound Racing broadcaster. And as I always say, I mean it in the nicest possible way, Mark Rosanowski. How was your week, Rosso? Hey, yes, indeed. Look, I feel a veteran at the... Uh, New Zealand Cup Weeks because it's just two weeks of fantastic fun if you're a racing enthusiast. Melbourne Cup Week of course is something else and we almost treat it like it's our own over here. Uh, we love it. We wish we could get over there and see it for real uh, maybe next year but uh, obviously we um, we witnessed the four days of the, the Carnival plus some little stuff coming out of Sydney at the same time and then into our Cup Week. So it's two massive weeks for us. Three codes during New Zealand Cup Week have been racing with without crowds unfortunately with just limited numbers on track, uh, limited to, uh, to sponsors and um, and also a few owners and stuff. And so, obviously, that's very, very unfortunate. But the fact is, we were able to race, Damien, and uh, we had yeah. a fantastic week of racing. And on Thursday night, uh, we had our three Group 1s. Two of them were won by runners trained by Craig Roberts, another um, by uh, the Lisa Cole team, and obviously we've been chatting to them over the past few weeks. So, look, we'll be getting Craig Roberts a little later in the show. I was hoping to have him first, Damien, but guess what? They had the after party last night. Oh. We trained two Group 1 winners. 11 o'clock's actually a wee bit too early. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course it so is. we're going to switch him. Yeah, we might put him later. Um, fortunately, though, we've got a man called Dave Fahey who's always on alert. And although Dave didn't pull off one of the Group 1s on Thursday, he won three on the undercard and his two of his dogs went magnificently in the cup and ran second and third in the $100,000 feature. So bit of a bit of a toss and turn around this morning, uh, but nonetheless we'll be catching up with uh, some of the main players from Cup Week throughout this next hour. Yeah, no question about that. We do this, of course, for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first perform, and you speak of Dave Fahey. He joins us on the line now. Dave, thanks very much for your time. Yeah, how are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Hey, Dave, um, <laughs> we're, we're doing all right. We're doing better than Craig Roberts, it would seem. Uh, we've had to bump him to later in the show, Dave, so thanks for stepping in early. You've, you've, um, you've stepped out of the boxes as fast as Rock on John did on Thursday night, and, of course, the defending champion for uh, you and Gene, he did himself and you guys proud. He just couldn't quite hold on. He finished second. How pleased were you, though, with that run? I was wrapped with him, especially uh, done a bit of box work and especially with him jumping to the front. Yeah, it was great, but uh, he just couldn't hold on. One of the strong dogs got, the, got a good run through and sat behind him and got him on the line. Yeah, for all that, he, he, he set up a time that was probably as good, if not better, uh, than, 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 than what he's been doing. So you'd have to say, really, that you, you had him picked perfectly on the night, just the way things worked out. It just wasn't quite enough. 
Yeah, no, not on the night. Uh, he just struggled a wee bit the last bit over five twenty Eddington, and yeah, um, but he always puts himself in the race, especially lately. So uh, yeah, we're proud of him. And he's gone through the hundred thousand dollar stakes mark. Now he's up to one hundred and twenty thousand with that second uh, on the back of, of last year's win, of course. Uh, Dave, look, what do you do with a dog like him now? He's three years old. Uh, he's only had forty two starts. Theoretically, he's got plenty in front of him. Will you continue over the middle distances, or will you look to the shorter courses? Uh, definitely over the middle distances at the moment. He actually was um, maybe three or four months ago. He he was uh, in really good. He was stronger. He was going running the race out stronger and then he got an injury uh, he had to be scratched from the final of the futurity I think at Wanganui yes and but I think I still think he's um, he could get becoming close to to like he was like back at back, back at that stage in like last, last year's New Zealand Cup time so yeah no, I'm not giving up on my 520 yet no, no, good, good. Yeah, just just going back to that, um, that New Zealand Futurity Heat win, it's actually his last win back in June. He's had 10 starts since. He's been consistent, but he hasn't won. So um, what happened there? Obviously, he couldn't take his place in the final. So was that an injury that's just taken a bit of time to... He had a um, bruise. Yeah, bruise back muscle. And it was, uh, I couldn't find a tear there, but he must have burst a blood vessel or something. Or it must have been a small tear. And uh, so we gave him a couple of months, six weeks out, and um, just brought him back slowly. But he doesn't seem to be affecting him at all now, so uh, yeah, fingers crossed he'll be he'll be as good as gold. He's pulled up really well. He's yeah, he's jumped really jumping out of his skin and yeah, ruined to go. Excellent. Will he be racing uh, later in the week, Dave? Uh, no, well, I'll give him a few days off and um, be we're going to Manawatu uh, Friday week. That, that'll really yes. suit him four, five, seven as well. I'd say yeah. Great. I look forward to uh, to calling him up here for the uh, the premier meeting that's being put on there at Palmerston North. Um, look, that was uh, a dog who was trying to become the eighth uh, consecutive cup winner, and, and he certainly really tried very hard. Rock on, John, the runner-up. Dave, the dog ran third at Power Superstar. He was the favourite, just his 14th start. <laughs> he really did get a chequered passage. How pleased were you with, with that young dog's effort to get up for third? Oh, he, he just he's just got a, a part of the line, and uh, he's only 29 kilos. Um, he's not very strong, but he's not scared to push through a gap. And uh, if he gets a knock, it doesn't. He's still he'll be still running on. He'll pick himself up and get going again. So you know he's got a, a really big future, especially with all the age group races coming up. There's a lot of opportunities for uh, some good stake money. Yeah, will you just be sort of picking and choosing through the um, the restricted age races from here now, Dave? Pretty much. I'll probably nominate him for next next week at Palmerston North. He, uh, he is he's actually uh, he's only class three still, so I won't be worrying about a race this week for him. Just keep him fresh and uh, don't race him too hard, just because there's plenty of big races coming up. It was quite a rugged contest, especially for a young dog like that. He was being leaned on early on, had to sort of muscle his way into the clear. So how well did he pull up? Oh, he's great as well. He's um, had the uh, owners out Friday, Al and Robin, having a look at him. And, you know, he, he was uh, putting on a show for them. He's happy as, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, no, that's excellent. Look, Dave, you, you have had a, a lot of good young dogs over the years, just in terms of sort of an all-round game. Is, is this dog as, as far forward as you've ever had one at, at this sort of age? Well, once in Mapawa was probably the best one that, that we've bred here, uh, Robin, Robin's bred. And um, he's he's got everything he has, but he's got um, better track sense. A bit more, yeah, he'll, he'll pick himself up after a knock and get going again. So, you know, he could be, uh, could be the best one they've bred yet. Well, let's hope we're talking about him in 12 months' time again, Dave. You'd think, like to think that uh, we are, but uh, 12 months can be a long time in greyhound racing, but uh, he really does look to have it all ahead of him. Dave, you um, and Jean had a, uh, a third runner in the Cup, Fairly Able. She finished sixth, and unfortunately her and Tokyo Bird sort of cancelled each other out early. Yes, yeah, I just saw, I actually watched a replay yesterday probably, and uh, yeah, I noticed, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so she seems to really hit form again as well, so... Yeah, I'm expecting her to um, carry on good work. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> look, as I say, it's uh, it's hard enough to get into that final, but um, there's a few of them that got pushed and shoved around ultimately. Uh, but uh, Delicia Bale came out on top over the top of Rock on John and Opawa Superstar, so second and third this year as you were chasing your 10th New Zealand Cup. On the undercard, though, uh, Dave, uh, you certainly stamped your mark with three wins. Uh, one of them over 645 metres with It's a Blaze. He was the Futures favourite for the New Zealand Cup. Was unable to uh, to make the final, but uh, he was very dominant there on Thursday. Yeah, he, um, he's similar to, like, No Keeper and Raja Bell. If they're out wide, they're not the best beginners and they just can't get themselves in the race a lot of the time and... Uh, yeah, like if he had boxed one or two in the cup, I'd be pretty confident he'd be winning it. It'd probably be the same for no keeper and possibly Roger Bale as well. So he just uh, hasn't got that uh, pace. He's not so bad when he's on the rail, but if he's out wide, he hasn't got that. He just can't get himself in the race a lot of the time. And Dave, I guess it really is highlighting with dogs like It's a Blaze and No Keeper ending up on the undercard and winning races on the undercard, just how tough it is to get through this three-round series and ultimately win. Yeah, the semi-finals are cut through to right. Um, and once you got in there, you're in with a real chance. There wasn't one dog you could leave out of that race for us to watch the replays of the final. Everyone was capable of winning it. And the, and the outside of that is you win a great race in the semis. So... Um, yeah. yeah, well done to Craig for uh, yeah, getting the win. Uh, don't worry, Dave, he's still, uh, he's still six behind you, so don't worry about that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blaze. Uh... I was a bit dusty <laughs> yesterday, actually. <laughs> ah, were you? Uh, <laughs> Sefton on Friday, yeah. uh, people who don't know in Australia, yeah. um, there's a, a bit of a gathering very near to uh, Dave Fahey's uh, property at the the Sefton Hotel, and uh, yep. that is uh, that is famous on the Friday after the uh, New Zealand Cup. Just with it's a blaze, um, Dave. You just continue to, to 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 try and win middle distance features with him, and and and, and have him over the six hundred in between times. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm tempted to step up over seven hundred, but uh, I think I'll just give him the week off and then put him in the um, at Manawatu as well. He he could suit that long straight. He, def he has definitely got the speed to um, yeah. put himself in the race. Ultimately, Dave, could it's a blaze be a silver collar dog, or has he just got a bit much brilliance for that? 
Um, no, not at this stage, but you never know. But we'll, we'll see later on. And he hasn't had a lot of... He's only had 30-something starts, I think, so... Um, yeah, we'll might think about it later on, yeah. And just your other couple of winners on the undercard, um, uh, Apawa Wayne getting home, and, um, gee, he deserved that because um, he was a bit unlucky not to make the cup final himself. Yeah, he's... Um, He's got a really good mid-race speed. Uh, he'd probably suit to somebody like Manawatu as well. He, um, but he's just a stride slow and a, he's a wee bit weak at the end, but um, yeah, he's definitely got some pace. Is he a dog that uh, you expect just to be um, competitive at, at, at Class 5, working through the grades? Yeah, I think he will be. I'm just trying to work on his box manners and... Uh, he can start beginning better. He's definitely got the burn. I think he went 17.65 a few weeks ago to the back mark. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty good going. It's quicker than Rockman John did uh, on Thursday. So he's got a nice future. Opawa Chrissy was fourth in that race, Dave. Um, she's the sister to Opawa Superstar. Although she was beaten on Thursday, you've clearly got a lot of time for Opawa Chrissy as well. Probably one that um, that uh, listeners should paste into their hat. Yeah, definitely. She's uh, not not far behind him. She's always been a length or two, but uh, yeah, she's pretty brave as well for a for a twenty five kilo dog. And um, uh, expect. Yeah, she'd be like competitive in races like the Oaks and the Breeders' Stakes. That's sort of race. those races. She, she's reasonably she's got the speed and she's sees it out strongly as well. So she's got she's got everything as well. He's, and uh, Dave Apawa Anita won a uh, Class Three race on the card. How far can she go? Yeah, she's. Uh, I thought she'd trained off a wee bit. Was, was going to give her a few weeks off, but uh, she went a nice race, and um, there was one start there. She was only a length behind Superstar, and seemed there yeah, wasn't much between them that day. And uh, she, she's a really nice. Yeah, Robin's never had such a great team of young dogs actually, all at once. So uh, uh, she's exciting as well. She could prob possibly um, uh, run further, like six hundred definitely, and possibly 700 in the future. So it's a good time for you and could could, could be a good time for for you and Jean with uh, uh, Robin Wales and, and Apawa racing with this uh, wonderful batch at the moment. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Some exciting young dogs, yeah. There's another couple there have been breaking in pretty good at the moment as well, so yeah, he's, he's thought thinking about slowing down, Robin, but uh, I think he's got a bit keen again now, so... Uh, He's got a few in pup at the moment, so he might be keeping out a bit longer. I'd say so, Dave. I certainly hope so. Anyway, it's good to see these greyhounds um, the way they're going. Um, Dave, uh, apart from the ones we've talked about, and you, you mentioned you're breaking in some nice ones at the moment, uh, just to put you on the spot, is there any any name in particular that we should uh, note down and follow over the next few months? Uh, there's one called um, Soapbox. She hasn't. She's only just been named last this week. She's had a couple of nice trials, but I haven't tried her. Um, she's only been going over the short so far, so uh, but hopefully she can go 5.20 and uh, she, she looks like a real nice dog in the making.
Well, I love the name, Dave. Soapbox, OK. I've written that down. Hey, look, thanks yeah. for your time this morning. Um, very well done Thursday. Obviously, you didn't get your 10th cup, but second and third and that and sixth as well, for that matter. Three on the undercard as well, so uh, a pretty good night nonetheless, and I'm sure you draw, enjoyed Sefton on Friday just the same. Yeah, and mate, before I go, go the Black Caps. I'll be up watching <laughs> in the morning. Indeed. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're stirring the pot there, Dave. Yeah. I will be too. Yeah, hey, yeah. Th thanks, Dave. All the best, mate. Okay. See you, guys. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Uh, that, had to, that had to come up, didn't it, Dave? Oh, this is going to be a feeble morning, isn't it? The show, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes, of course, we, we haven't mentioned the All Blacks, and we probably won't, um, <laughs> because uh, we had a... A, a rare loss overnight, but with, we're thoroughly looking forward to the cricket. It's the cricket season after all. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the Wallabies, we had our own problems overnight as well against England, uh, should be said as well. Mm. We'll take a break. Mm. On the other side, Rosso will have a chat to our next guest, which is Emma Potts, the daughter of Tony Potts, who part owns Group 1 Galaxy winner Big Time Cooper. And we'll hopefully get Andy McCook on the line as well. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing on this Sunday morning for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first bet Sunday through Friday. Visit grnz.co.nz. Live around Australia on SEN Track. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds. First for form. Big welcome back to Kiwi Chasing on this Sunday morning. Damien Watson joined by Mark Rosanowski. And for the first time this morning after a big week, Andy McCook. How are you, Andy? Yeah, I'm uh, trucking along well. Uh, thanks, Damo. Glad to be uh, part of the show. Been a big week here in Canterbury. The voice is uh, a little bit worse for wear, but uh, we're <laughs> trucking on through. And, uh, yeah, no, she's uh, she's good to be on the show. Is it worse for wear due to work or play? I'd rather not say. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rosso, we've got another guest yes. on the line. As per usual, we have a big focus on the week that was. And, effectively, Emma Potts will join us on the line. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, Damien. Yes, um, I've got to say, Andy McCook did work hard during the week, so let's just... But he was invited to the after-party last night with uh, Craig Roberts, and Craig wasn't able to join us at 11 o'clock, but he'll join us shortly at about uh, 11.40 this morning to discuss the two group win wins uh, for that team. Uh, the Lisa Cole team got the other group one, the group one Galaxy, with a dog called Big Time Cooper, who was part-owned by Tony Potts. Now, I had a good long chat to Tony Potts yesterday, the first time I had actually spoken... To Tony, he wasn't able to talk to us today, but he did nominate uh, his daughter, Emma, who we spoke to a couple of months ago, and it's great to have you back on the show, Emma. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Yeah, look, doing well, and um, I know that um, through your father's connection with, uh, with big-time Cooper winning that dog's second group one on Thursday night, you would have uh, been tuned into the Galaxy and, and cheering Cooper on. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um... Yeah, he did what Cooper does and, yeah, run an amazing race. We were all super proud. He's out of Night Pool, Emma, and um, you had a, a fair bit to do with her, I understand, and, and your father, I know, was very persistent in, in buying her early on from Andy Deganzic, and um, she had a relatively limited career on the track, 42 starts, but she did win 12. She made the New Zealand Futurity final. Uh, you were working with Steve Clark at the time. She was uh, the late Steve Clark who was training her. So what sort of a greyhound was she? And um, she's obviously injected something very good into her pups like Cooper. Yeah, she was um, She was an amazing dog to have around. Um, was full of attitude. Um, was like Steve's best mate, really. He was the one that did all the handling and did all the stuff with her. 
um, yeah, Dad was real lucky to get her. I think he was offered two for just over $1,000 each, but he was quite persistent in wanting to get her, and price went up and up and up, and, yeah, he was, yeah, quite lucky, I think. Um, she would come into season, if I remember, every three months. That's why she had such a short career, but, yeah, when she did race, she was amazing to watch, just like her progeny, I guess. She made that um, New Zealand Futurity final, and um, and that year was a pretty special one, actually, for the Steve Clark team, and you would have been part of the action there. Um, she finished fifth, ultimately, in a very strong field, and, and Steve trained the Quinella. Yeah, that was um, that was my first um, dog I think I ever boxed in a group race, and he won, I think. But, yeah, take nothing away from her. Um, I think she went on to make another group final down at Wanganui and run third, I think if I recall as well. Third. Um, yeah, yeah, third in, third in the Wanganui Cup in 2014 behind Lady Shambi, another one for Steve Clark, so it was quite a quite a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, um, yeah, she was a super dog. Um, she always used to make Steve proud. Um, especially, I think, Magic Spike was her father, who Steve also trained. So, she, yeah, she was really, really special to Steve. And then at the end of her uh, career, I guess the fact that she came into season so often wasn't great for her racing, but ultimately uh, she became a very good brood bitch with um, three terrific litters, really. They've all had uh, quality dogs in. I mean, Big Time Cooper's the headline act, but there have been several other good ones as well. Yeah, look, Steve um, held on to her after her um, race career, and he tried numerous times to get her into pup, and nothing was working there. And instead of giving up, he said to Dad, like, I think she will throw something special, and... Um, a change of scenery and all that might get her in pup. So down she went to Brendan and, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. There's been, yeah, big-time Pearl, big-time Lila. Um, yeah, she's just some really, really nice dogs. Cooper being amazing, the amazing one. Uh, he certainly is. Two group ones to his name now. He's over four, but he's dropped back to the short course sprints and he's just going exceptionally well. Talking to your dad, uh, Tony there, uh, Emma, it sounds like he gets pretty excited when he's watching the dogs. Uh, also had uh, a lot of fun with a dog called Thrilling Blitz and he's been in a few um, group races, but uh, it's big time Cooper that's provided the two group one wins for him. Yeah, and I think to make it more special, I mean, the dog has come back from some major injuries and most dogs don't do that, you know. It would have been career-ending for most dogs. So to see what Cooper's been through and amazing training effort from the cold camp to get him back to near his best before he had the injuries, it's, yeah, it's really special. And, yeah, the dad's always the same. Whether it's a normal race or a group race, he gets all nervous and gets the butterflies and, yeah, cheers him home just as hard. Speaking of special, Emma, uh, the Wanganui Cup that Big Time Cooper won his first Group 1 success a couple of years ago. You trained the dog that was second to your father's dog, uh, a dog called Our Rick. How special was that race for you? It's still to this day probably my biggest career highlight so far. Um, unbelievable when I saw both dogs going down the back straight and I couldn't quite believe that I was sitting in second. And Yeah, I remember when I crossed the line just giving Georgia Cole the biggest hug ever. Um, yeah, really, really special. I probably wouldn't have wanted to run second to any anyone else but my dad. So, yeah, no, it was really, really special. And I guess uh, the, the, the races that you do, the hard yards and the hard training for, Emma? Yeah, yeah, and when you add the travel and the late nights, and it makes it all worth it. 
on your team uh, at the moment, obviously um, racing out of Cambridge. At the moment, you can't race at Monaco, which I'm sure is uh, a bit of a downer for some of your dogs that probably would prefer it there to Cambridge. However, um, the, um, the double vax, double stakes uh, making... Uh, winning races at Cambridge quite attractive in the month of November. Uh, looking forward to Thursday. Look, fields aren't out, but how many are you going to have in and have you got a potential winner for us? So I've probably got 11, maybe 12 to nominate for Thursday. Um, if Thrilling Sprite was to gain a start and the lure doesn't stop this time, I'd say she'll probably be my best bet for Thursday. She was going super um, Thursday just gone before things went wrong. So yeah, I'll stick with her again. Okay, and that's 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 just got to be tough for you guys at the moment. You're doing it tough enough anyway without uh, without leading a double stakes race. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit heart wrenching, but at least all the dogs got round safe. Um, and yeah, she'll go again next week. Hopefully, we draw a similar box draw. Mm. And um, look, um, if you're nominating up to a dozen, that seems like um, you're just starting to crank your team up a bit because I don't think you've had that many in the last few weeks. No, so I think over the past couple of months I've only been nominating about three or four and, yeah, things are just falling into place. Dogs that were out having spells or dogs that were out with injuries, they're all just slowly coming back and, yeah, I'm finding myself with a full vehicle to take to the track now, which is it's, it's really good. Keeps oh, the motivation We wish going. you well for thirst. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and looking at those stakes as well, that'll, uh, that'll be a motivating factor too. So all the best. Hope you can pick some up on Thursday. Emma, thanks for your time this morning. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Emma Potts there. Uh, Damien, look, one of the uh, the bright young trainers in the country. We had her on a couple of months ago. It's been a relatively quiet start um, for her, but she's a, a, a young trainer that's had runners in Group 1 races, as we've uh, talked about over the past couple of seasons, including that dog running second for her, our Rick. Uh, to her dad's dog, Big Time Cooper, in the uh, Wanganui Cup. Yes, and it's always good to have young up-and-coming trainers just to ensure the regeneration of greyhound racing in New Zealand. You are listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form on the other side of the news break. We'll take a look at the racing ahead and a bit of drama in Auckland this morning as well. And hopefully we'll have Craig Roberts, assuming he has woken up this morning after a big night, to chat to us as well. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Here's the news. Welcome back to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Damien Watson joined across the Tasman by Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook as we dissect the latest in Greyhound racing news in New Zealand. And as I said before, a bit of drama in Auckland this morning, Rosa. We've got a very good maiden distance race at Addington tomorrow to dissect. Uh, yes, we're going to have a chat to uh, Andy McCook about that in particular. It's on his home patch, of course. And uh, yes, unfortunately, the uh, the Greyhound Racing at Monaco today for the Auckland Greyhound Racing Club has been abandoned. It's another blow for the trainers who have been racing for some excellent stakes up there on a Sunday. And of course, the more racing they can get, the better, because they were shut out during lockdown for many, many weeks. Um, however, that is what has happened today. It's pretty wild on the North Island at the moment with uh, northerly conditions. It's very muggy, but also very dusty northerlies and um, and quite a bit of aqua around as well. As we bring uh, Andy McCook fully into the show, Andy, um, look, just before we um, leave Thursday night's racing and look forward to Monday, better patch on the back. Um, you're very, very strong with Big Time Cooper as your best bet and the dog Judy won the Galaxy for the Lisa Cole Kennel and of course they were third with the future's favourite Typhoon Tim. And in and around that, um, young Dan Lane with uh, the young dogs from the Fabregas Tea Time Litter, second and fourth there, Violet Lou 
and Charlotte Lou. So highlight of the week, perhaps for you, Andy, or one of them anyway, with big time Cooper winning the Galaxy as you expected he might once the draw came out. Yeah, it was good to see him get the chocolates, wasn't it, uh, Rosso? And, uh, of course, uh, race over basically a box rise when he came out under the lids and uh, probably the only dog that could beat him was Typhoon Tim and his first couple of strides weren't clean. He knuckled down on his nose and big recovery from him to be fair to get through to third. But, uh, yeah, 5.79.17.05 for Cooper and... You just have to take your head off to the Cole team, as Emma alluded to. He's, he's had a lot of injuries. He's had a few issues. He's getting near the back end of his career now, big time Cooper. And sort of five or six starts ago, it looked like it, it might have been over for the old boy. He was uh, he was leading up and getting run down. He didn't look the same dog. But, gee, they've worked hard, got him back to his brilliant best. And, uh, and Thursday was uh, just a, a testament to to not only dog but trainer and team as well, just how good they are at getting these dogs uh, tip-top on the, on the right days. And Andy, as we look ahead to Monday, uh, you think after Cup Week, or oh, sleepy old low-grade Monday, um, but race number nine at 2.28 New Zealand time, uh, 12.28 Melbourne, there's a maiden distance race over 645 metres. It features Group 1 winner No Keeper, who looks like he's screaming out for more ground, and he was a winner on the undercard and an excellent winner on the undercard on Thursday night for Gary Cleave and Gaylene Turnbull. Also in there, Delicia Bale, who won the New Zealand Cup, $100,000, on Thursday. And also in there is uh, a dog called Cash Stack, who looks like 600's made for him uh, for the Lisa Cole team. Big time Atomic they've got in there as well, who's a very capable greyhound. Unfortunately, Jillaby Litzer, already a Group 1 winner, uh, has been scratched. And um, if, if it hadn't been for an injury to Litzer, there, Andy, we would have had three Group 1 winners next door to each other in a maiden distance on a Monday afternoon. Could well be the best race you ever see on a Monday over here in New Zealand because it's uh, it's just stellar, isn't it? Uh, as you say, no keeper, Delicia Bale and Cash Deck. Uh, Cash Deck drawn super out in 80s, a, a dead set wide runner. Big time Atomic to his inside will carve a par for him as well. He's uh, near on bloody 37, 38 kg and he likes to take a left-hand hook and he doesn't even indicate. He just heads on over. So he's trying to get a beautiful run cash deck. Uh, no keeper. Gee, screaming out for 600 his whole career so far and we finally get to see him over it. Gee, just uh, it's a scary thing what he might be able to do to the clock over 600 metres. He's very strong through the line over 500. And if that then becomes sort of his mid-race burn over 600, gee, it's just, just scary. Uh, he might end up breaking the clock there and, and potentially running a record. And Ros, it's not very often you'd see a, a New Zealand Cup winner backing up sort of four or five days later in a maiden 600. But what's going to make it even stranger is she's not even going to start favourite. <laughs> it's outrageous, isn't it? Um, and we can ask Craig Roberts about that very shortly. Um, but uh, I tell you what, I, I can't wait for that race tomorrow. I'm on a day off. But I'll be sitting on the couch watching the greyhounds. It'd be the best place to be too, won't it? To be fair, I'll be in studio uh, doing a little bit of work, trying to steer the, the public into a winner or two. But uh, yeah, that'll be one race we'll uh, we'll all be tuned into with uh, with a little bit of passion. Speaking of winners or two, Andy, is there anything that you've spotted so far that you can offer the listeners for the next day or two? Looks a, looks a hard day tomorrow. Of course, low grey greyhounds and, and the majority of them haven't raced for, for two weeks, obviously, with the, the cut period being on. So a little bit hard to know where some of these greyhounds are at. Uh, race five, dog one, coffee biscuit. Got a lot of time for her. She's a fast little greyhound when she gets it right. She just hasn't been picking the jump. Her last two comes up with box number one.
Last time I tipped her on the show, I think she walked out 10 behind them. So we're hoping she doesn't do that again, but the boss will be on handling scenes on work, and so I'm sure she'll be able to uh, to work her magic and, and get her off the lids nice and clean. And uh, no Nillian comes in fresh up as well. Rosso, she's a greyhound that I've got a lot of time for. Very fast, early as a rule, can get off the lids clean, and uh, if she does that in a fresh state, she'll be hard to beat as well. Excellent. Noted down uh, there, Andy. Look, um, I've, uh, I've got a quiet couple of days and um, Palmerston North racing on Wednesday afternoon with a 12-race card. Look, not so much um, throwing out a tip here, Andy, but a race that we need to watch. Uh, race number three at 12.40 New Zealand time, uh, 10.40 across there in Melbourne. Um, so talk about, uh, yeah, first bet. Nice and early for you guys there. Andy, um, We've had some dogs making their way through the lower grades for the Lisa Cole Kennels. Allegro Ginny is four from four over the 410-metre sprints. She steps to 4.57. So does Three Shirt Day, who has won her first three and then got uh, beaten ran second on Friday. She steps to 4.57 as well. They're out in boxes seven and eight. However, in box five is not even Owl, who after being unlucky on debut has won three times consecutively over 457 metres. So they're three of the young guns who look like they're going through the grades in the central districts for the coal kennels. And uh, they're all in the same race and two of them are over 457 for the first time. So that's race three. And funnily enough, Dog One's been scratched there and going into that box is number nine big time reward. And that's the one I'm actually going to put on top. Made it my best bet on Friday. For some strange reason, he decided to uh, step on the heels of uh, big-time Flame. Now, Flame's actually in this race, box six, and she goes pretty well too. She stays out a bit wide there, big-time Flame. Big-time Reward had the chance to come underneath and fluff the lines. Draws one here underneath Alfie Demand, who's got no early speed. So um, I'm thinking Reward might go up a reasonable price, Andy, against those dogs that have got pretty hot form and I think rewards as good as them and certainly has the experience but race three is my race of the day uh, come Wednesday at Palmerston North. Yeah, gee, I hadn't actually uh, had a look through Wednesday's fields, Rosso. So just as you were talking there, I just brought it up on the old uh, computer. And, gee whiz, what a field. Uh, and that's not mentioning dogs like Big Time Rider, who's got a, a very fast PB around uh, Palmy as well and can really run along a little bit. So, yeah, gee, that's going to be a race uh, well worth tuning in for. And, uh, yeah, a few greyhounds there that are going to make their way through to C5. And it's just a matter of time before they get there. It's not enough. It's a win. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Damien, so that's uh, a look ahead. Um, now, one Craig Roberts, uh, when we tried to get hold of him earlier in the show, he was driving fast work. Yes. So um, he, he, he trains, trains a few paces. Um, and uh, he was driving fast work at the time. So, look, we'll try him on the other side of the break and chat about his uh, latest two group ones. Well, I can tell you he uh, did try him rig earlier, so should be right to go on the other side of this break. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for four. Around Australia on SEM track. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, first for four. Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning. Damien Watson, Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook with you for Kiwi Chasing, all thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Well, our next guest is in celebratory mode and understandably so, claiming two Group 1 victories, Andy, including his third New Zealand Cup. Yeah, certainly was a, a big night for Craig and the team there on uh, Thursday out of Addington. And uh, we get Craig on the phone now. Craig, uh, thanks for joining us. A very good morning to you. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Good morning to uh, you guys and listeners. 
Of course, uh, you went into Thursday with uh, with three hopes in the New Zealand Cup, Craig, the main feature of the day. And uh, safe to say that the opinion of bookmakers and, uh, and most people, Delisha Bale, probably the third stringer of the three. Were you of a, a similar opinion? Um, oh, yeah, without doubt, you know, on paper and uh, and achievements and that to date, um, she was. But, but you know, uh, uh, it, she has... She had the most strength out of out of, out of my three dogs, and I I reckon she had the most strength out of uh, in the field. And um, I remember saying to Louis on uh, on the morning show, um, the morning of the races, that he forgot he forgot to even mention her. And um, I had to pull him up and say, "Hey, hold on a minute! I've, I've got I've got I've got poor old Delicia Bale in the in the field. And you've you know you've you've gone straight to Utha. So um. Um, I, look, you know, and I said that if, if uh, she didn't, there's a lot of early speed in that race, and while she doesn't have, you know, heaps of early speed, I thought if she could get a nice sit uh, early, um, there would be nothing running on better than her, and, and that's basically uh, basically what happened. So talk us through the run, Craig, because she got into a really nice spot down the back where she was she was sitting in second, and uh, obviously your mind was was with Leonard as well. But she was four or five lengths off the leader, and as you say, we know she's got a, a stack of strength on her side. Was there a, a point in the race where you thought, gee, she might just be able to roll over this leader? Yeah, well, I was really. I mean, uh, but, you know, poor old Leonard. Uh, he, he actually he's the hero of the race for for Delisha because. Somehow she managed to slot behind him uh, going uh, just as they started to go around the bend and, and Leonard, uh, with his tenacity, he, he had pushed through and he had whacked about three dogs out of the way um, uh, going around that bend and, and she, she followed him. So he sort of paved the way for her and uh, and then when I saw her sitting, um, you know, three or four lengths behind Rock on John, well, I knew he wasn't strong and I thought, gee... Um, we got a chance here, and, and uh, sort of about half around the home bend, I thought, oh, yeah, I've got this in the bag, and then she sort of just lost it, just drifted out a wee bit swinging for home and lost the bloody length, and I thought, oh, bugger, you know, she's got, she's got a bit of ground to make up now, but, like, she ended up, you know, she drew away quite quite comfortably in the end, but, um, yeah, no, uh, no, it, um, it's, a, it's a bit of a fairy tale win for her, really. Obviously, you've uh, been able to win a, a cup for the, the Wheeler family in the past, Craig, with uh, with Vickers. But I'm picking this one a, a little bit more special, obviously, with the, the recent uh, shock passing of Paul and uh, the things that the, the Wheeler family have done for you as a, as a trainer and a lifelong friend as well. It must have been uh, must have been pretty special. Oh yeah, mate. You know, super special. Um, yeah, look, at just tragic that Paul. Uh, he was always, you know, reasonably healthy. Sort of a sort of a fella too, and. Uh, yeah, just sudden, um, sudden passing like that uh, with a man that was uh, so legendary and so influential in the game. It leaves a hell of a big gap, and and uh, you know the, the 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 big gap that it leaves in the industry. Uh, you know, imagine how much bigger the gap that is left in the lives of Jan and and Brendan and Scott and uh, and the rest of the family. You know, it's um. It's hard to fathom, but uh, look, they're a, they're a real good, strong, hard-working family, and they will keep that legacy going uh, for sure. You know, Jan will she'll she'll keep chipping away, and and uh, being Brendan was, you know, Brendan and Paul were close with uh, everything to do with the the, the running of the Greyhounds there. So, Brendan will step up. Yeah, a legacy that will live on forever, no doubt about that, Craig. Uh, we need to just quickly touch on Leonard. Uh, obviously, uh, tragic for him, but uh, where's his process at and, uh, and what's, what's the future hold for him? 
Yeah, well, yeah, well, he got um, he got he got cast, put on his uh, on his hock straight after the race, obviously, and um, and he's uh, he's on painkillers. He's he's going in for each race in the morning, and and uh, it's the central castle bone slightly slightly moved out, so um, he'll he'll get that screwed back in uh, early this week, and uh, um, you know he'll be he'll be right as rain. Obviously, he's run his last race, but um, he'll uh, he'll enjoy the life of a couch potato. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll love that as well, no doubt about that. Uh, Craig, obviously on the night as well, uh, two Group 1 victories for you and the team with uh, Uther getting the uh, the Stayers Cup. And, gee, it was a, a well-deserved uh, win for him finally being able to, to nail a decent one. Yeah, yeah look, yeah, was, it was pleased. He had no luck in that in the last Group 1, 700 he had there at Addington. He got all but smashed onto the rails early uh, and he drew the red as well so he was due a bit of luck um, which uh, came his way and um, I was really surprised how quick he went past um, the big time dog uh, so you know like so quickly but um, with student loan to be fair to it was a wee bit unlucky around that first bend and had its chances more or less extinguished there so it took the pressure off um, you know having to worry about uh, student loan running um, Yutha down, but look, he's a fantastic dog, uh, Yutha, he's, he's he's another tenacious chaser, he just doesn't know how not to try um, you know, every time you put him out there he, he gives his best Yeah, he certainly does, uh, Rosa will bring you in, obviously the, the Craig Roberts team, a team that you've had a lot to do with uh, so far throughout your career and a team that you can always trust to, to have them ready to rumble on the, on the big days Yes, uh, Craig, uh, you didn't train a Group 1 winner for me, but um, you uh, you trained plenty of winners for me and um, always pleased to see you get some success. Uh, look, that was your third New Zealand Cup. You're sixth behind Dave Fahey, but, hey, you're ahead of him in the New Zealand Stayers Cup. You're now the most winningest trainer in the New Zealand Stayers Cup with five, Dave Fahey four and John McInerney four, so uh, that must give you some satisfaction. Oh, OK. I didn't realise, yeah, I'd, I'd have been uh, hard-pressed to think of five. Uh, well, obviously, Dinah Westland and Youth of Bale now, but uh, probably Gatlin Bale, but I'd be possibly Groovy Jill, I suppose. But, um, yeah, uh, no, yeah, no, it's pleasing. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's always pleasing to win a Group 1 race, there's no doubt about that. That's what we train for, that's what we strive for, and, um, you know, we... Uh, we try to get those dogs, and it's it's just uh, it's a pleasure to be able to work with those sort of dogs and and have the the excitement of of competing in those group ones. Craig, I'm I'm going to forgive you because it's the morning after the uh, the after party, but but mate, you shouldn't forget Avenger Bale 2018. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, up, uh, he ended up having a few staying runs, but he, he sort of, you know, I always think of Avenger more as a 500 metre dog because, of course, he um, he was he was about the favourite in the 2017 Cup, I think, was he? And uh, um, didn't have a hell of a lot of luck in the final, but uh, yeah, Avenger Bale, yeah, great. Um, he's actually moving back to his old home country, Avenger Bale, with his uh, with his uh, owners as a pet. And one then, Gatlin Bale, as you mentioned, Avenger Bale, Dinah Weslin, yeah. and now Youth of Bale. Craig, we're about to go. Uh, you've got Delicia Bale in tomorrow. Uh, you've got to run second or, uh, or or first in that race. Oh, well, I, <laughs> that's going to be a bit hard to beat at the blows there, but um, I was probably a bit tough on her, really, but obviously I wasn't expecting to win the New Zealand Cup with her, but um, she can just have an easy, easy time uh, for, for a week after tomorrow anyway. And, um, 
and uh, yeah, just um, have a bit of a, have a few easy days. So it'd be nice to get some money in that, though. She has had a 600 before and gone, gone okay. That wraps us up for another edition of Kiwi Chasing. Thanks for your time, Craig, and to everyone listening. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.